0: at harrys.com slash rtg that's harrys.com slash rtg for a $3 trial set What's up everybody, welcome back to Remember the Game, it is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank, thank you so much for listening to the show and this week it is episode 128 and we are talking a Playstation 2 classic, the winner of last month's Patreon poll, the iconic, entertaining, somewhat controversial, Bully. By Rockstar Games. And Rockstar, in case you didn't know, is also responsible for a couple little-known cult classic series uh, including Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. And Bully gets overlooked sometimes because obviously the franchises I just mentioned are kind of a big deal. Those are Rockstar's bread and butter. Uh, But Bully is a great game. I just played it for the first time after it won our Patreon poll. I fucking loved it. So did my guest this week. Remember the game staple Bradley McHugh? He's back in the house. Well, via the phone, uh, social distancing. And we had a nice long chat about it the other day that I'm going to play for you in its entirety on this week's episode of the show. But first... Speaking of nice and long, it's time for the Remember the Game infamous intro. And never forget, as always, there are timestamps in the description box of this very podcast telling you when to skip to. If you're only here for the bully talk, Or just play one, remake one, erase one, or fucking whatever. Don't fucking bully me. See what I did there? Don't bully me. uh, uh, Anyway, Uh, so the timestamps are there. You can skip past the intro if you would like to. Or just listen to the whole thing and fucking listen to it the way it was. Be like skipping the opening scene of the movie. You got to watch the whole fucking movie, right? Well, I guess... Maybe the intro is like the trailers before the movie, because you don't really need this to watch the whole... Th- anyway, it doesn't matter. Just listen to fuck whatever. Just listen however you want to listen. If you're listening this far, you've probably given me a download, and that's thank you. Now you can listen to it however you want. Um, and, and as far as thank yous go, huge shout-out to everyone that has been sending stuff to our P.O. Box recently. I usually only plug it at the end of the show, but, like, this was a great week. I received uh, an awesome set of Conker's Bad Fur Day drinking glasses. Uh, from longtime friend of the show, Chris, uh, Tim, my boy, Tim sent me a copy of near automata automata. I hope I said that right. Near automata for the PlayStation four, which I'm really excited to jump into. I got a postcard from tap tapio tapio in fucking Finland. I sure hope I said your name, right? I, I'm 100 sure that I didn't uh, but thank you so much for the car Dude, I love I'm a huge saku koibu fan I'm a huge timu Solani fan I love the way that Finnish hockey players play the game so'm I'm, I'm a ba- I want to go to Finland so bad someday uh, so thank you all so much for your generosity and if you didn't know we do have a po box you can send uh, you can see the full address on our website. But it's Remember the Game, P.O. Box 69181, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, T6 Victor, 1 Gary 7. And just all I'm really asking for is postcards. Just a postcard, you know, something small, tell me where you're listening, particularly if you live outside of, I mean, Canada or Alberta, whatever. But I'll take them from anywhere. I have Remember the Game postcards here. I'd be happy to send you one back. And uh, it's just, it's really cool and frankly very special to me that we have listeners around the world. And I just want to know where you're listening from. So if, you, if you're inclined, shoot me one. I'll shoot you one back. We'll be pen pals. I'm not asking for giant gifts or anything, although those are certainly appreciated as well. I'm certainly not, in do- like, just, just a postcard. Don't feel the obligation to send anything else. Just a nice postcard. I'll send you one back. But thank you so much to all of you guys that have been sending stuff to the P.O. Box lately. That's really, really, really cool. Uh, now, normally, this is where I plug everything that I have going on. And I'm going to do that in just a second Uh, But first, uh, I got got a couple programming notes here that I need to get out of the way because we're going to be switching things up for Christmas. Uh, So next week is Christmas, and I'm going to take the week off and just hang out with my girlfriend. while she has the week off, and I'm going to play video games and eat and drink and embrace my role as the drunk uncle of the family that I have so gracefully slid into in my late 30s. Uh, So there will not be an episode of Game Patch or Expansion Pass next Friday and Sunday, which is December 25th and December 27th, respectively. And I know... There's a lot of patrons, and I sure hope everybody understands. It's just one week. I just really want to take a break for Christmas. Uh, and then next Wednesday, December 23rd, uh, I'm not going to be publishing a standard episode of Remember the Game as well. But what I am going to be doing is publishing one of the early episodes of our Patreon-exclusive podcast Expansion Pass. I think I'm going to go with episode 20, which went live way back on August 9th of this year. And it was my ranking of my top 20 NES games of all time. It was a pretty well-received episode. It was a lot of fun. So I think I'm going to drop that on the free feed next week and just take the week off. It's kind of like a Christmas present to you, if you will. And it's, I, I know, it's it's like getting socks for Christmas. And that's it, my podcast is kind of the socks of podcasts. But it's better than coal, which is what some other podcasts are at least we're fucking socks so uh so yeah consider like a free sample a christmas gift and if you like it Maybe consider supporting us for on Patreon in the new year. It's only 2 bucks a month. You get a new episode of Expansion Pass every Sunday, uh, except for next Sunday. Uh, this weekend, it's going to be our Festivus airing of gaming grievances podcast, where we can get all the stuff off our chest that bugs us about gaming. I've already got a ton of grievances from our Patreons. That's going to be a really fun episode. Uh, in addition to the extra podcasts, you get early access to my gaming news podcast, Game Patch. It usually goes live every Monday. You'll get it every Friday morning if you support us over on Patreon Uh, and then you also get uh, you get to help pick the games we cover on the show. You can submit comments and questions for the show. You get access to our new Discord service, which is like a giant chat room with the community, and it's really growing and becoming fun. Uh, and most importantly, God damn it, you can support Remember the Game Industries and support me as well. And over 150 of you are doing that now, including our newest Patreons, MPG in Buffalo, Amy Gillen, Dana Wut- Wucheral, I, I'm so hope I said your name right, Dana, and you as well, Gamy. Uh, fuck, Amy. God damn it. Ah! Let me just start that over again. And over 150 of you are doing that right now, including our newest Patreons, MPG and Buffalo amy gillen dana D- w and james anderson i'm just gonna say that so I don't fuck your name up again dana uh thank you all so so much for supporting me welcome to remember the game industries and i hope my fucking up of some of your names didn't chase you away right there so sign up two bucks get a ton of extra podcasts you can vote you can send in comments and you can help keep remember the game industries on the air it may not seem like much but holy fuck it helps me okay uh and i just want to quickly clarify something there was a little confusion on patreon this week we do offer a five dollar tier as well. Now the $2 tier gets you to the vote in our Patreon poll which is one game on Remember the Game every month. Uh, you get access to our Discord, Extra Podcast, all that other stuff. But we do have a $5 tier as well, which includes a once-a-month rambling podcast where I talk about stuff that isn't video games. It's my life, the news, whatever. And then you can also vote in polls uh, to decide a game for my Let's Play series, Adam Sucks at Video Games. And you can vote for one of the topics we cover each month on Expansion Pass. Those two polls aren't included in the $2 tier. And I it breaks them all down on Patreon when you see the tiers, but I don't want anyone to ever feel like they've been ripped off or cheated or anything like that. You guys know, I take that very very seriously so i just there that's all that there it's all there okay uh and then finally as i always plug i stream on twitch normally on tuesdays thursdays and sunday nights from 8 to 11 p.m mountain standard time look for member the game on twitch not remember member the game over on twitch it's a lot of fun now this week uh the week of december this will go live on the 16th Uh, There will not be a Thursday the 17th or Sunday the 20th stream. And that's because this weekend, Friday, December 18th to Saturday, December 19th, I'll be streaming for 24 straight hours to help raise money for the Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton via the Extra Life program. They're a real accredited charity. It's a lot of fun. You can help a good cause. I think you get a tax receipt. (laughs) don't yell at me for those. That kind of depends on where you live, but all the information is there on the website. I will be streaming from 9 a.m. Friday morning to 9 a.m. Saturday morning. That's Mountain Standard Time. So that's 8 a.m. Pacific. It's 11 a.m. Eastern. I have no idea what time that is in the city of Great Britain or Australia, but I'm sure you guys can figure it out. I know that there's a lot of people that don't traditionally come by my Twitch streams because 8 to 11 p.m. Mountain Time, you know, it might be fucking 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. wherever you live. Uh, but I'm going to be on there for 24 straight hours this weekend. So no matter where you live in the world, at some point I will be online Well, hopefully you're sitting on the toilet on your phone or something like that. So if you want to come by obviously if you want to donate to the cause that's rad but if you just want to come by and say hello that's absolutely fantastic too it's completely free look for member the game on twitch and i'll be giving away prizes i'll be giving for everyone that donates at least twenty dollars you'll be entered into a draw someone's going to win a copy of whatever video game they want like current games i'm not buying like a four hundred dollar copy of fucking earthbound or something and i'll send that to you and someone is going to win a chance to come on the show you can pick the game uh i'll be you'll be my guest i'll give you a call or we'll talk over zoom or whatever, and. yeah, so those are the two prizes I'm giving away. My goal is $1,000. We're already at like 300 bucks, and the stream hasn't even started yet. So that's really exciting. I'm just going to be playing a bunch of retro games, some of my favorites. I'm also probably going to squeeze in some Echo the Dolphin just for laughs. And it should be a lot of fun. So I really hope you can come by and say hi and uh what are we at yeah 10 minutes that's enough that's enough blowing myself uh, let's blow in some cartridges let's get the show going you guys know it is our opening segment here on the show i read a few comments and questions from our patreons usually gaming related not always we call it blowing in the cartridge uh let's blow and the first one we didn't get very many this week which is i'm not going to bs you guys we can get that's fine It's alright, it's Christmas, everyone's busy. Uh, But Kevin wrote into us on Patreon and said, Hey Adam, congrats on managing to stag an Xbox Series X. I'm looking for one myself, but I haven't had a lot of luck so far. I know you said you like it, but you also said there isn't really anything about it that makes it a must-own right now. Do you really feel that way, or are you just trying to make those of us that can't find one feel better? Thanks for all you do, and Merry Christmas. Kevin, Merry Christmas to you and to yours as well, my man. Look out for Uncle Frank, that guy is a piece of shit um and don't give up on the xbox okay i've seen more and more people posting pictures of xbox series x's and xbox series s's out there they're in the wild if you're looking for a playstation 5 they don't seem to be as readily available in the wild right now but you will find one okay do not cave to scalpers okay do not cave it really isn't worth it i have absolutely been telling the truth about that okay like listen i i love this thing i love my xbox series x the quicker load times are awesome multiple quick resume is a fucking game changer the ui is faster it looks nice i love the controller it's a great console but there literally is not one game on it that you can't play on an xbox one i guess Maybe cyberpunk, but that's a whole different discussion, debate, argument, duel to the death. Whatever the internet is doing about that game these days, we're not getting into that. uh It's rad. I do not regret buying it at all. But other than some quality of life improvements, you're really not missing out right now. It's like upgrading to an iPhone 12 when you had an iPhone 11 or whatever iPhones are at these days. It's just better quality of life. I I would even argue if you're new to the Xbox ecosystem maybe consider picking up an Xbox One right now. Like you can get them dirt cheap on Craigslist and stuff. People are selling theirs. And you can just play that. You can play every game on that that I'm playing. Game Pass is still there. You can experiment with it. See if you like the ecosystem. I think you even get three months for a dollar if you're new to Game Pass. And then if you like what Xbox offers, you can snag an Xbox Series X or S whenever they're readily available at retail. And then maybe they'll have more games available that are exclusive to them. And It's absolutely not worth paying a reseller for. And I don't have a PlayStation 5. I know pardon me I know you didn't ask about that but I don't have a ps5 but I do want one Uh, but same thing I don't think they're worth paying a reseller for either Uh, There are games on the PS5 you can't play on the PS4 already, like Demon's Souls and more coming soon with Returnal and Ratchet and Clank and stuff like that. PS5s are also harder to find in the wild right now than Xbox Series Xs and Ss are. But unless you have money to burn uh, and you want to blow your kid or your spouse or someone else's mind away with a rad Christmas present, uh, just, just just be patient. Just wait. Don't pay a scalper. You're not getting that much better of an experience. It's not like when the nintendo 64 came out and it had mario 64 and you couldn't play it on the super nintendo or a playstation 1 and it had metal gear solid that you couldn't experience anywhere else like there's a, there's just not enough ex- new unique experiences locked on these things to justify paying uh markup reseller prices for them so thank you for writing kevin i know tons of you are waiting Now that I've spent a few weeks with my Xbox Series X, it's fucking awesome. It's not worth paying a reseller for. Just fucking wait, be patient, save your money. You will get one, I promise, okay? Uh, Thank you for writing in, Kevin. And then I have one more letter I wanted to read here, uh, and it has been distinguished as the letter time letter, so it's letter time, it's letter time. And this one comes in from Amy Gillen, and God, I hope I'm saying your name right, Amy, one of our newest patrons. And Amy wrote to me and said, Hey Adam, I don't normally do this, but considering you're my favorite podcast, I wanted to send you a shout out and say hi. I work for Australia Post here in Oz. I listen to you while I work, so I've listened to every episode and game patch. <laughs> that's Thank you, Amy, that's awesome. Uh, I have a question for letter time. What's your thoughts on the Perfect Dark remake coming out? I got so excited when I saw the trailer. Anyway, thought it was about time I showed you some love. Keep the shows coming. They are great uh amy first of all thank you so much for reaching out thank you for signing up for our patreon welcome to remember the game industries i really appreciate it and hello to you and all the people down in the land of oz god i want to go i want to visit australia so bad but i'm never going to be able to because i can't convince my girlfriend that there aren't spiders there the size of her head and i know there are some but they're not everywhere i don't think and if they are let's just not tell her i want to go um as far as as perfect dark goes yeah i'm fucking really excited I will get in my hands on Perfect Dark. I never played the Perfect Dark Zero, the Xbox 360 one, but the original on the Nintendo 64 was fucking rad. Now you can play it on Xbox and stuff with Rare Replay. Um, And it just seems like such a killer, like a potential murderous franchise that they've just let die on the vine. For like 15 years. And, and you can obviously argue that Xbox already has too many shooters. It's the shooter system and blah, 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 blah. Perfect Dark can and should be an entirely different game than something like Halo. Halo is, is a lot of just run and gun, right? And that's great. I love Halo. Perfect Dark should be more stealth and strategy and the story and everything like that. The sci-fi Atmosphere and everything. There's a great world there. Bring back Elvis the alien because he's fucking awesome. And Joanna Dark is a, or is a really cool character. Like Xbox needs some characters. That's a big problem for them. PlayStation has got Kratos and Ellie and Alloy and Ratchet and Clank and all these characters, right? And obviously Nintendo's got their long list. What Xbox? What do you think of Xbox when you think of characters and mascots, if you will? They've got Master Chief. They've got the Gears of War squad that's it like they need some more franchises and i don't see why joanna dark can't get on the same level as them with a couple of good games which should be very makeable so yes i'm incredibly excited to bring it back perfect dark perfect dark and back for blood were my standouts uh from the game awards 100 for sure and i'm sure that game's still a couple years away but holy fuck i can't wait to play it so yes thank you amy thank you for writing in thanks uh for supporting us and that is all the blowing that we are going to do on the show this week let's change things up and let's get into our smash hit segment play one remake one erase one And a huge thank you, as always, to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. Uh, the rules are simple, you guys. Each week, I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released. They can remake one as a modern AAA game. And the third game is a race from Time. Forever. And uh, this week, I figured since we're talking about a Rockstar game, we're going to do the Rockstar edition of the show. And the tricky thing about coming up with three games to play with was not including GTA or Red Dead, because obviously those are going to dominate the the discussion. So it is the Rockstar edition, and our contenders uh, are the subject of this week's show, which is Bully, along with Max Payne, And the often forgotten state of emergency. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a correct one. And I'm going to tell you what that is in just a minute. And uh, thanks to everyone, as always, that played. We'll start with Martin Greenwood this week. Who wrote it this week? Martin Greenwood this week. Greenwood this week. That's hard. Uh, Plus, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't know if you can tell or not. I'm a little off. I hurt my back this morning. So I took a Robaxa set. And I'm just feeling a a little... I feel good. I feel good right now. So if I sound a little off, there you go. But anyway, Martin Greenwood you don't care about that you care about playing play one remake one erase one wrote in and said this is easy as two of these games are two of my favorite games remake bully it's a stunning game that i love but with the current gen tidy up and online support it would be incredible play state of emergency is it's a blast to play i remember playing this game for entire weekends and just fucking shit up and then erase max pain as that bullet time thing really pissed me off now it's funny that you say that martin because state of emergency is one of those games like i say that just seems to be forgotten but i remember playing it for entire weekends as well and and doing exactly what you said just running around fucking shit up and i thought everyone would just write it off this week like i thought state of emergency was going to be the obvious erase one this week but quite a few people have fond memories of it and have stood up for it so that's that surprised me and i absolutely agree with you my friend bully is fucking awesome uh josh morgan wrote into us and said remake bully it's probably rockstar's most underrated game of all time and it deserves a modern remake re-release and another crack at the big time erase max Payne and state of emergency because they both suck and play the warriors because it's way better than both of those games and should have been on this list instead listen josh that's cheating okay you cheating bastards you guys cheat every week and I'm not going to let that, it, no, I mean, I'll let it stand because I'll read it on the show, but you're all cheaters. I never, For the record, I never played the Warriors, but I've also never seen the Warriors movies, so I don't know if the game would even make sense to me. Uh, I agree that Bully is horribly underrated, but you're still cheating, so you are fucking disqualified, sir. Disqualified uh james anderson wrote in and said i'll remake bully never played it but on steam it's got great reviews and people have said they want a remake i'll keep state of emergency it was an okay game and then i'll erase max Payne. there are better or many other games that do what that game does better uh you know what i gotta say too james like not only is state of emergency getting better reviews than i thought but i really thought more people liked max Payne. I had no idea as many people hated that game as do. I I remember really liking Max Payne, but apparently a lot of people fucking hate it. And James, you should absolutely play Bully. I Absolutely fucking play Bully. It's got good reviews for a reason. Mm, what do we got here makeshift money wrote in and said play bully there's no way there's going to be a sequel in this toxic world so enjoy what we have it still plays well today remake state of emergency this concept was way ahead of its time and it'd be a great sandbox game along the lines of dead rising and then erase max Payne. its hook of slow-mo shooting has been done a million other places and its story never really drew me in Hmm. solid lineup uh, makeshift incredibly bang incredibly bang on point regarding a bully sequel like we talk about that when we get into the game in a few minutes but as much as i would love to see a sequel to that game i don't think it's ever going to happen this game just wouldn't work today at least not in the way they made the original um and then you know what comparing the idea of state of emergency to dead rising is a really interesting concept i never thought of that but i think you're right like there's there's yeah fuck yeah like that really that raised my eyebrow a little bit that's a great idea uh slick rick wrote in and said i'm not sure if i'm on band yet unfairly accused of not following the rules but i would play bully and then erase the other two i like mac Payne or max Payne for a hot minute for the bullet time but looking back both these games are dog turds that have been sitting so long they've turned white and the max Payne movies included in this pile let them rot into the ground and be forgotten forever you know what slick rick I'm pretty goddamn sick of you making a mockery of our rules here on the show, okay? You started out fine when you said, play bully. I was like, all right, that's one. But then you go back to your crumb-bum ways, you erase everything else, and when slash if, remember the game can afford security, you are going to be escorted off of the show's premises, sir. Until then, you're just fucking re-banned. Re-banned. You cheating? You and Josh Anderson this week, you cheating bullies. Or no, Josh Morgan. It was Josh Morgan. Yeah, James Anderson, Josh Morgan. You guys are cheating bullies. Fucking God damn it! Play by Yeah, anyway. Thank you for playing, kind of. Uh, Raging Demon wrote in and said, I wasn't going to play this week because I thought I didn't know these games well enough. I've only ever played Max Payne, but you know what? I play heaps of games and do heaps of shit without knowing material, so I'm going to play anyway. Play Bully. This sounds like a cool game and people of the Remember the Game community say it's fun. Remake Max Payne. As much as there wouldn't need to be another shooter, this can be done way better now. The neo-noir detective revenge story could be interesting. And then Erase State of Emergency. People are not making me want to play this with their comments. And when I watched some footage of the game, it basically looked like real life in the USA right now. So people in that market could just go outside if they're into that kind of thing. P.S. The last one is a joke. Only if it didn't make you laugh is classified as a bad joke. Uh, I actually, that made me chuckle, so I'm okay with that, Demon. Uh, you're not wrong. Unfortunately, State of Emergency does look like a fucking Black Friday sale these days, unfortunately. Uh, well done, Demon. Well done. And literally, don't ever hesitate to play this game just because you haven't played all the games. Because, like, 90% of the stuff I tackle in life involves things and situations that I don't know anything about, and I make it work just fine. So you're good, sir. Feel free. And, uh, Tom, I don't know how to say your last name, Tom. Kaite? Kate, Kate, Kate. I'm gonna go Tom Kite. I don't I always just say Tom. But Tom agrees. He says I would still or I would say play bully. It's just as playable today as it was 15 odd years ago. I still think it's Rockstar's best game, in my humble opinion. Remake Max Payne. I think this game suffered from being released around the same time as GTA 3. And as a result, it was relegated to being just another third-party shooter. But I think a current gen remake would benefit it immensely. And then a race state of emergency. Luckily, I bought this game as part of a three for two deal, and I would have been pissed if I'd paid full price. It isn't fit to suck bully or max Payne's dick. Oh. That's the Sopranos. Oh, I like that. Um uh, See, I got to agree with what you're saying about Max Payne, Tom. Like I I really feel like that game got lost in the shuffle. I have so many memories of playing that game back in the day and loving it. Like I I always thought there was a sleeper hit game from back in the day. I can't believe no one likes Max Payne. And I actually might agree about Bully being Rockstar's best game, too. That's a hot take, but I'm not, I might be on the same page as you. I fucking love that game. And then finally, Gary C. wrote in, agreed with both of them, and said, I'd say play Bully. It totally holds up. It's an awesome game. Go for the 360 version so it's in HD. Remake Max Payne. That game was awesome, but kind of limited by technology at the time. Would love a faithful remake with all the bells and whistles that current gen can offer. And erase State of Emergency. Fuck that game. I remember buying it on the strength of the Rockstar brand and being totally disappointed by how shallow it was. Good concept, but totally missed the mark for me. It doesn't deserve to sit alongside the other two. It can fuck right off. So Gary agrees with Tom and Raging Demon in their order, and I actually do as well. I, I would also erase State of Emergency because I feel the exact same way Gary does. I bought it after seeing all the ads in magazines and stuff like that. I thought the concept was so cool. It was just boring it was just one of the first games i ever bought with my own money and really regretted buying it you know i I still really love the idea makeshift had of making it like dead rising but in its current form i i i can't fucking stand state of emergency uh i'd remake max Payne because i really do seriously like that game when i made this list i was worried too many people would do the same thing and they would play bully erase state of emergency and remake max Payne because i really thought everybody liked this game and now like now I'm worrying Max Payne sucks and I'm just remembering it wrong. I Do you know what I mean? Like I haven't played it in fucking 15 years or whatever, but I really liked it. I want more. So yeah, I'm going to remake me some Max Payne. We're going to call it Max Payne Remaxtered. You see, Remaxtered. Yeah. Oh, that's fuck. I should sell that to Rockstar. That's genius. Uh, And then I'd play Bully. Because it's awesome. Just like everyone else here has said. I don't know what else. I'm going to get into that in a few minutes. Anything I say now, I'm just going to be repeating what I'm about to say in the bulk of the podcast. So uh, so that's my answer. I play Bully, remake Max Payne, and get rid of fucking State of Emergency. Uh, thanks to all of you that played. Apparently, most of you don't feel the same way as I do. But that's fine. There are no winners in this show. Only... Lo- wait. There are no... I, okay, well I meant to say there are no losers on this show, only winners, but I actually like the other one better. But that's gonna be the new catchphrase. There are no winners and remember the game. Only losers. That's what we're that's not what I yeah, I like that way better. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sick. Alright, uh what have I been playing over the last seven days? And then we're going to get into some bully talk. Uh, I've, been, I've been playing Red, Red River City Ransom. I played it on my Twitch stream last week as it won this month's Patreon poll. I'd never really played it. Uh, I've got some mixed opinions on it. I get why people love it. I'm not sure that I do. Uh, but I got to the final boss just on my Twitch stream. I'm going to finish that up this week. And then uh, you'll get an episode on River City Ransom in early January. Uh, I also finished Doom Eternal on my Xbox and I fucking loved it. I completely 180'd. Uh, from how i felt about it when i started to how i felt about it when it was over the first couple of hours of doom eternal is pretty rough there's a lot of new mechanics for you to learn and you're dying a ton and it's a little frustrating but i I would suggest anyone that's trying to play it just just power through because it's not like the power through i got the squeaky voice teenager thing going on again because it's not a bad game it's just a lot to take in but once you get a grip on the controls and the mechanics doom eternal is fucking rad it's got a place on my uh, Game of the Year podcast in January, for sure. I don't know if it's going to be my Game of the Year, but it's going to be on the list, no doubt in my mind. Uh, I've been playing Blaster Master on my Switch from the NES Online for my Let's Play series. I love the concept, but it is one of the most soul-crushingly difficult games that I've ever played. Uh, but we're going to fucking finish it, so you can find that at youtube.com slash rememberthegame. Uh, and now I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima on my PS4, and I'm, I'm, I'm falling in love with it. I'm falling... In love with it another contender for my game of the year without a doubt we'll see how it ends but based on the first you know six or seven hours i put into it i fucking adore what they're doing with that game ghost of tsushima is awesome um and that's it that's what i've been playing we've talked about everything that's a long enough intro let's get into the bully talk uh, i like to give you nerds a chance to share your thoughts on games before i indulge myself as you guys know and uh, gary c wrote into us on patreon and said this was an awesome game which i have fond memories of playing right through to the end and when it came out i can remember the media having a field day about it accusing of it encouraging bullying in schools this was of course a complete load of bullocks I love that. Uh, As anyone who actually played through the game would know. However, it didn't stop Rockstar from having to change the name over here in the city of Great Britain, where it was instead called Canis Canum Edit. Instead. Really? I didn't know that. Canis... Canis canum, canum Edit. Actually, I think Bradley brings it up on our podcast this week. Canis Canum Edit. Hmm. Uh, I found it to be more like an easygoing version of GTA with some typically great characters a la Rockstar. Your actions still had consequences, but most of the missions were more fun, and many more were genuinely funny. Scores a solid A minus for me. I see what you did there because he's in school. That's good stuff, Gary. I did not know. Yeah, Canis Canum Edit. Hmm. Uh, And then they call me Badger wrote in and said, I will say it right now Bully is better than any GTA game. I remember when this game came out and they didn't sell it as GTA, but in high, or they, and they didn't sell it as gta but in high school and that's exactly what it is but it does it better the story makes more sense than anything gta has put together and it still has solid gameplay all these years later cannot wait for the sequel you know what i agree with you badger but unfortunately i think you're going to be waiting for quite a while my friend uh i want a fucking sequel too but i don't think there's one coming anytime soon and we're going to talk about that on the podcast in just a minute i'm going to cue up some music And my pal Bradley McHugh and I talked all about the highs and lows of Bully last week and why we may not get a sequel. And you can listen to that right now as we talk about Bully, which originally released in North America on the PlayStation 2 on October 17th, 2006. Kick back and relax. Let's talk Bully. Bully. Okay, so... Uh, this is one of the, these are the special episodes. These are the Patreon poll winning episodes, which I always feel a little bit more of an obligation to try harder on because you guys picked this game and joining me this week is someone that tried very, very hard because when I had reached out to him and said, Hey, did you ever play bully? He said, yeah, that game is awesome. And then I said, would you like to come on the show and talk about it? And he said, yes. And then he went out, bought bully on his PS4 and marathoned it just to prepare that's dedication. That's why you're getting into the hall of fame ahead of that fucking lackluster brother. Other of yours because joining dude, fuck me him, on
1: dude fuck him fuck <laughs> him
0: joining me on the show this week once again is my good pal Mr. Bradley McHugh how you doing buddy
1: I'm doing great I actually um you know I had a, I had a bit of a weird week I got put into because when you had reached out to me because you only reached out to me what like on Friday like just a few days ago. Yeah it uh, was, before recording. You us.
0: turned this around fast my friend.
1: Yeah you were like you were like hey man I'm looking to do this and I was like oh I'm in quarantine so even though I haven't played that game since I was thirteen yeah, let's do it. So I just marathoned this game like crazy over the last few days. I didn't quite beat it. I think uh, the internet told me I'm in the final chapter of the game, which is, which is cool. Means I'm almost at the end. But I, uh, yeah, I, I pretty much played the whole thing. It's just, just so, jam jammed it right in.
0: So now, just quickly before we get into the bully talk, I feel like the listeners would be horrible, horrified. If I didn't ask, like, are you, you're okay. Right. You're not like sick.
1: Oh, Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, not to prime your personal life, but everyone would (laughs) just be like, so so
0: the dude just basically said he's dying and you're like, okay, so bully. Like, and I just (laughs) fucking ignore your, okay. It's
1: it's cool that in your dying days, you just played this uh,
0: rockstar game. Yeah. This old video game. You played once when
1: you were 15. Um,
0: but, um,
1: yeah, but in honesty, like I hadn't played it in just so very, very long. Yeah. Um, and so when you reached out to me, I was like, I do want to talk about Bully on the podcast, but holy shit, do I ever not remember anything about it? So uh, buying it and replaying it was really, really my only option there. Well, I and, appreciate uh, I
0: appreciate your dedication to the show, my friend. Very, very oh,
1: much. Of, of course, you know what? Any job, any job that brings me to playing video games for five days in a row. I'm good with. <laughs> yeah,
0: isn't that the truth? And dude, this so this game because I never played this back in the day, and the big reason I never played this back in the day is because I knew it was made by Rockstar, and when I see that a game is made by Rockstar, my first inclining is that it's probably a pretty good video game because they have a pretty above average track record. Yeah, uh, I, I would
1: say I would say more often than not, Rockstar's putting out like pretty pretty good games. I'm, I'm, yeah,
0: yeah, like I, you know what I mean. Like when I see that name, it's not like when you see fucking. uh What's a bad company? and you're like, maybe. Yeah, EA is a great example. Yeah, when I see EA's (laughs) name on a game, I'm like, oh, wait. But when you see Rockstar, (laughs) you're like, it's probably good. The reason I stayed away from this game was because... Rockstar makes the GTA games, and I just don't. I, I mean, I finally have I've somewhat turned around after re, after playing through San Andreas, but the rock, but the the GTA games have never been my jam. Not because they're bad, but they're just too big, and I fucking hate how much time that I have to spend just driving from place to place in a Grand yeah, Theft I, Auto game.
1: I, I think we've talked about this before, but I think you and I have like a very very similar take on Grand Theft Auto. Um, where it's like, I like them perfectly fine, but they're not those games. They're not as good as people told them to be ever.
0: Right. They're just, and, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And I, and I even feel that way about like some of the rockstar spin off stuff, except for LA Noir, because why did nobody like it? It was, it's good. But anyway, um, or even red dead redemption one, um, I think is very good, but the, most of rockstar stuff is like, it's okay.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. Um, yeah. So this, yeah, so, so like, they're just they're so fucking big, and so when when everyone picked Bully on the Patreon poll, I was like, fuck me, like, I do not have 50 hours to put into this game, and then I looked it up, and they were like, well, the campaign's only about 20 hours, which, to me, that is the sweet spot for a good video game campaign, It's right around oh, that agree. 20, yeah. right? 20 hours, that's fucking, you can beat it in a week or two without having to marathon it, but it doesn't take over your life for six months, that's good stuff. I don't want to
1: be... <laughs> I don't want to be I don't want to be playing a game so long that I'm emotionally connected to the side plots.
0: Right. Yes, exactly.
1: That's, that's too, I, you've made the game too long if that's what's going on.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I was like, uh, all right, I'll give it a try. And I got to be honest with you, Bradley, like I like it's it's more than like like I fucking I loved my time with I was like, this is why isn't the GTA games like this? Because there is a I little am, bit of transit time in this, but it only takes a minute. You're on your skateboard; it's easy, or a bike, or whatever. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm really, I really fucking liked this game a lot."
1: A I lot. agree. I agree, actually, completely. And I was actually really surprised because going in, I was like, I remembered the game being stupid, and it is. This oh, is like, this game's really stupid, but essentially. I can't help but wonder um, like about this. And even if you look at like Red Dead Redemption, the first game, I can't help but wonder if this was pitched initially as like a canonical Grand Theft Auto spinoff. Right. Like that's how they because like because like you don't go into like an executive's office and you're like, all right, we got a game. You play as kids, you beat up little kids, you hurt nerds, you you, you play as a bully And and an executive went, wow print that no there has to be a preface to that
0: yeah yeah and yeah that's you know what so that's the first thing I thought about this because like you and I were talking about this just for a second off air before we started but like according to its Wikipedia page this has made lists of like the most controversial games of all time it's been banned in a couple of places and we'll get into some of the subject matter that gets it banned and stuff in a minute because I totally I may not agree with it but I do understand with why some people don't want it in their countries or whatever But I got to be honest, dude, I thought the exact same thing as I was playing. I was like, how the fuck? Like, I get that this is Rockstar, and I get that they've done the Grand Theft Auto games, and I get that, like, you know, they don't make Mario. Like, they make fucking, they make adult video games. I get that. But I was like, who the fuck walked into the, the boss's office and was like, let's just make a game where we take Bobby Hill, make him, like, a badass... And he just picks (laughs) on everybody. And not only did someone pitch it, but someone with some stroke was like, fucking right. Let's just call it bully. (laughs) And let's just make a game about being bullies. And I, but then you sit down to start playing. And the the thing, like the first thing that made me like in the first 20 minutes made me be like, I think I could get on board with this game is that, and it does open up a little bit where you go into the town a little more, but like three quarters of the game takes place on the campus at school. And that's what really got my attention, because I was like, I don't have to waste countless hours driving yes. around a fucking city. It's all on the
1: campus. Because it doesn't feel like it's a smaller scale game. Like, it feels like there's just as many missions and side quests and stuff. It's just because the game itself is smaller, The like... And it puts it really puts into perspective how much fucking time is wasted in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Like and, and not just
0: G, G not just not to interrupt you, but not just GT. Like I love Witcher 3. I've been playing Witcher 3 for two years. But like you spend a good portion of Witcher 3 just riding your horse or roach from fucking quest to quest.
1: Or or even Red Dead Redemption 2 is is guilty of that. Right. And Red Dead Redemption 1 and on, on that in that matter.
0: Right. And and like you said, in this one, sure there's some times where you go into the town and stuff. We'll get into that. But like when you're in the school you have options you can go and do two or three various missions at any given time you can go to class you can look for collectibles you can look for places to spray paint you can collect you know and and there's tons to do all in that
1: little area and then there's also um something that i really like about this game is that side missions just appear and you get a chance like kind of like in the latest spider-man games where side missions just appear and you're like okay i'll go give that a shot if i pass it i pass it i get a couple of bucks if i don't i don't and then my respect from the nerds doesn't go up two percent or whatever right yeah. like th- those side missions can present themselves at any time with like a little kid running up to you and he's like "Jamie, i need your help um those side missions really just can happen anytime and they're they are micro like the side missions are like you can do them in two or three minutes it's just like something that you can do to distract yourself and make some more money that being said and i want to I gauge your opinion on this how often did you find yourself grinding for money in this game No it a single <laughs> time
0: yeah that was one of the things i was gonna bring up i don't even i don't necessarily consider it a fault because it didn't take away from the game for me at all but i had no idea why money was even a factor like yeah, you because you finish you, the you game to, with the shops.
1: yeah and you go to the shops and you and you buy you you've maxed your entire inventory for like seven dollars but you have eight hundred dollars in your wallet
0: yeah yeah like to get your health back you can buy like sodas like a pop machines but it's a buck and i was like this is like the money i I, again like it's it's not so it's to me it's practical there are other things about the game that i also felt didn't serve any real importance that bothered me more the money i thought was just kind of there like it didn't matter at
1: all yeah yeah so uh let's um i want to i want to be brief about it but let's let's talk about some of the things that maybe we don't love about this game um (laughs) There are a couple of things about this game that irk me, and do you know what the biggest thing is? What's that? The way the fucking missions are set up, and not the actual missions themselves, but the way they're set up, because what happens is that you have to go to a very specific spot to enter a mission. You then start that mission, and that mission could take you fucking wherever. could take you all the way across town, but if you fail even for a second – And then you fail. It pulls you out of that mission, but leaves you on the other side of town. So if you want to do that mission again, you want to try again, you have to go all the way back to the other side of town to go to the mission starting point again. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Bananas. that. Yeah. That's I, insane.
0: I was a little disappointed with the I love the idea that there was a like so like once you get off campus and you go into town, like the town isn't overwhelmingly big, but I was yeah. disappointed I liked that they put a fast travel system in with the bus that would take you back to the school campus at any time, but I was a little disappointed that you couldn't just take a city bus and take it like around town. Like it, yeah, like
1: Yeah, because because there's lots of different cuz like, getting into town is a pain in the ass as much as getting back.
0: Yeah. Like, I really, like, to me, I don't understand, like, why you couldn't have just put literally even, like, three bus stops. You know what I mean? Like, the school and then maybe that industrial area and then one or two in the town. Even just that to speed things up. Because there are moments. The one problem to me, like, there's not nearly as much downtime of traveling across the map in this as there is in GTA. But the big difference is that in GTA, at least you can listen to the fucking awesome radio. Whereas in this, you don't. You just listen to that stupid song over and over and over again. Yeah, the the xylophone. (laughs) Yeah. So I agree with that. Like, yeah, I found that. Like, I got to be honest, like, I actually found this game very easy. There was only a yeah. few times oh, yeah. I died. And most of the times when I did die, it was something stupid, like I accidentally bumped into a cop or something and then couldn't yeah. get away. But Yeah. Um, well
1: you, you know what you know what I actually find kind of bizarre about this game and, and, and stop me if I'm if I'm blowing shit here. But this game feels like it has a reverse difficulty curve. The game seems to get easier as you go.
0: Yeah, it does. It's it's like uh, quite a lot. I was shocked actually at how like when I finished the game, even the final boss fight which i guess spoilers you guys it's a fucking 20 year old game you know how this show works um like the final boss is you fight gary and uh Hell yeah like not only did i beat him in the first attempt but like i think he hit me once i was like this is you, you, very you to,
1: easy you took him to clown town dude yeah
0: it's it like and you're right dude i never thought of that but yeah like once you start finding the transistors and giving them to that old guy and that old guy starts teaching you new power punches and stuff like that uh the game becomes very easy and the fact that like basically at any point if someone's beating you up like it's very rare you're locked into a fight you could just run away and then just go buy a couple of sodas and then come back and try it again like it was yeah, the, like the the only mission that killed me multiple times was the fucking stupid mission where you have to break into the nerds observatory and use yes potato oh my gun. god
1: I'm so glad you said this because I got stuck on this for so long. And I was like, I think I'm just an idiot. No, that, but, Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you said it.
0: That was the one mission that, and I was like, it was so weird to me. Cause I was like, I felt the same way. I'm like, the rest of this game has been like, baby mode and then now all of a sudden this mission is the one that keeps killing me but it killed me so many fucking times and i was getting (laughs) so angry and then when i finally beat it i was like okay fuck it's done and i don't know if i even died again the rest of the game after that like it's not a hard game but i actually i'll be honest with you not every game has to be hard like, no,
1: and I, I agree. I agree with that because, like, sometimes Grand Theft Auto is like it's not hard, but it's obnoxious more than anything. Yeah. And when once a game starts getting obnoxious, that's when I like, uh, like I found that way with Red Dead Two as well. Like, I just I found the game started to get obnoxious, so I was like, eh, yeah, I'm good. Like, and and I just I never felt that way playing Bully. Like I never felt like playing it was a chore. No. You know, it was it was a game. What once you get past the absolutely wretched control scheme. Once you get past that, the game itself is just so entertaining and, and almost whimsical in a way that it shouldn't be.
0: No, you're right, and like I, and I think what I really enjoyed about it was like I put two or three marathon sessions into this game where I played for like four or five hours at a time, and I never found myself bored because I think this game does a great job of of the the missions are not very long. They're mostly simple. So you're not dying over and over and have to retry them over and over again. Even when a when a cop or a teacher or somebody catches you, if you mash triangle a bunch, you can usually get away from them, which is yeah, awesome.
1: And, and, and you can outrun them every time, which I I don't know why.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can always get away. And I was like, so I never found never once did I find myself getting frustrated. And the short missions made me always be like, okay, well, I can get through one more mission. I can get through one more mission. And for the most part, the missions – well, maybe they're not the most, like, clever, ingenious, creative things ever are varied enough that they're pretty fun. Like, I, there wasn't too many yeah. that I dreaded. You know what I there's
1: mean? There's, like – there's, there's like – there's a few standouts that I really like. I, I pers- Like, there's one – like, the, the variety here is, is so interesting because there's the one where you go into – I think it's called Funhouse Fun where you go into the Funhouse and you have to save the nerds from the jocks running the Funhouse. Yeah, yeah. And there's like there's like a part where you have to go through like a, um like a graveyard there's a part where you have to go through like a mine shaft it's really really bizarre but then there's also like If we're talking like a shorter mission, there's the one where you just have to sit in a tree and stop the uh, shitty kids from heckling the lunch lady on a date, you know, like,
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah, I love that.
1: (laughs) And like one of those, uh, those missions is really long and one of them is really short, but I both think that they're incredibly fun missions.
0: Yeah. There was literally only two or three where I was like, like very rarely, was I sitting there playing this game and being like, this is a slog, sl- just fuck, let's go. Like, very rarely. I was constantly yeah. having fun. Frankly, the only time I found this game to just kind of drag and be a little boring was in the end game. Once you Because fin- I finished the game at about 65% completion. And so then I was like, okay, so I got a whole bunch of like, I figured like the leftover stuff was like, all the, cause I didn't do any of the go make money missions where you can like mow grass or deliver newspapers or anything. Cause I didn't need oh, yeah, money. Me,
1: me neither Right. Cause you don't need any
0: money. So I was like, I'm not dealing with those. I didn't go looking for elastics. I didn't worry about doing all the tagging like that kind of stuff.
1: And so when yeah, you get, I was, I was actually, I was going to ask you about that with the, uh, with the elastics. Um, do you know if there's ever like practical use or is it just a collectible? No, my understanding, I read that if you get
0: all of them, you get something. And so my understanding, I'm assuming you probably get like, you know, like a, like one of those guns
1: that shoots rubber bands or something. Um oh, but yeah that that, that that makes sense with the tone of the game. Yeah, but
0: again though, like I, I another thing was like I found, like once I once you get the upgraded slingshot, I was like I'm good. This is all I need. Is this upgraded slingshot. This thing's a fucking beast. Between this and then all the pa- attack moves that I've learned, I don't need anything else. Like I'm fine.
1: Um, yeah, so <laughs> So one thing I'll say about this game is that uh, I I played it at a friend's house when I was growing up and uh, this game came out uh, when I was in 2006 when I was 13 and my friend, my best friend was 13. And this was uh, like, especially because this was developed in Vancouver, which is just, you know, a hop and a skip away from my hometown. This captures the essence of 2006 Canadian middle school fucking flawlessly, dude unbelievable this is exactly what it's like
0: now do you mean that in the sense of like some of the stuff that the kids say and things like
1: that like the slang they use like yeah and or even or even just like like the dumb insults that they throw at each other that aren't clever or interesting. It's exactly right. It's usually like something like, what is that? Your boyfriend? And yeah. it's like, Oh boy. <laughs> it's it's
0: like, it's so that's one of the things about it is like, it's if you've never played it, it's full of like, you know, gay jokes. Right. Because like, that's, yeah that's oh, what yeah. kids did 15 years ago is that, you know, right or wrong by today's standards. And I understand why, like a lot of people, myself included, actually, when I finished this, I was like, how the fuck has there ever been another one of these? Because I was like, I have no interest in playing GTA, but I would buy Bully Two at a fucking heartbeat.
1: But I, I, I would buy, I would buy a like a full fledged next gen AAA Bully sequel. Yeah, me too. But I
0: think that part of their concern is probably they'd be drawing attention to this one and what I, again, like, like like you gotta you gotta use context in this. This was 15 years ago, but the shit that they say in this game would not. I, frankly, I'm a little surprised this game's available for purchase on the PSN. Like I, with that's some what of the I was saying too. It.
1: Like it's, it is weird that you can buy this game on the PlayStation network. You shouldn't be able to. Right. Yeah. Like it's like, it's,
0: it is bullying. Cause you're right. There's a lot of like, yeah, they, they, they make fun of each other for being gay or what's the name. Yeah, and, not- they, and,
1: they, and they, and they, they kind of fetishize it, which is like, I think about 2006 nerds and I'm like, man, I'm not sure what your target market was on this game. It mustn't have done very well because, I think my buddy was the only person I knew who had it but everybody I knew had Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um well I mean yeah, well
0: yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you in the sense like forget the, con- the the controversies around the way they talk and stuff like that like yeah if you're a rock star they, I mean they have more money than they fucking know what to do with I'm sure of that but it's like can we we can either put our money into GTA and Red Dead or we can make another bully that some stores won't even carry. And some people refuse to buy, and it's like, yeah, we'll make GTA and Red Dead. Like, I get it, but I wish they would even yeah. give the license to somebody else. Because, like, again, you could you could make another version of this game and drop some of those jokes and stuff like that, and it could still be just as much fun. Because, like, even like, there's Petey. Like, the, ch- the so the main character is Jimmy, and then Jimmy meets up with Gary, who turns out to be just a piece of shit and like the the antagonist of the game. But then there's also Petey, who's kind of like their their soft spoken
1: nerd type. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's-
0: he's millhouse he's millhousey yep that, he's their, that's a, that's perfect he's their little buddy that that they always pick on well jimmy doesn't but gary does and yeah gary calls him like the sissiest kid in school and stuff like that and and Ask like some
1: where his dresses are yeah and, shit. Like, and, and
0: i actually really like pd like i felt bad for him like i really yeah, i he, was, was kind of hoping pd was the best character he was right like i was i was a little frankly for as good as this game is i was actually a little disappointed with the ending because i really wanted to see pd get his you know what I mean? Like yeah. I wanted him to be the one to fucking beat
1: Gary P- and be the P-D's, hero. That's because you think Petey is the real hero, and I think I think you're supposed to feel that way. But Rockstar wasn't sure if people were gonna feel that way.
0: Yeah, you might be right because I love that's- him, and I was like, dude, this poor kid just gets like the whole game just like just takes it and just yeah. takes it and <laughs> yeah. takes it. And I'm like, I just want to see him. Like, dude, did you ever see the Simpsons movie where like the the they're about to blow up Springfield and Martin like beats the shit out of Jimbo Dolphin Kearney? And he's like, you guys have been (laughs) picking on me my whole life. And he just goes to town on them. And that's kind of what what we need. That's what I wanted Petey to do. But he just kind of disappeared. At the end of the game. The crazy
1: thing about this is that every antagonist in this game, except for Gary, just somehow eventually becomes a protagonist.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: like as if, and like that, that is what I like, especially like going into chapter five when everybody's like huddled around you and they're like, you're the best in the world, Jimmy. You should be president of the world. Yeah. And it's like all these people that you, you yourself personally have beat the living shit out of. Yeah.
0: That's okay. So, cause that is, we were talking about like the criticisms, I think. And I don't even think it's that big a criticism, but like my biggest criticism of this game is that like when the game starts and Jimmy gets dropped off at this boarding school and he meets Gary and Gary's giving him the lay of the land and it almost feels a little bit like the intro to Shawshank, you know, where Andy meets Red and Red's telling him about like, look out for the sisters, look over here. And that's kind of what Gary's doing. But Gary's like, over here, these are the greasers. These are the nerds. These are the jocks. And he's telling you about the different... up the whole thing. Yeah. And so when I get that, and he explains the different like clicks in the school, and then you spend the game like... Originally, all the cliques hate you, but, like, my biggest criticism of the game is that there, there is, like, a menu where you can go and see what your reputation is like with each gang, and as you do missions, your reputation changes. But that, re- like, it really doesn't mean anything. You get no option, like, once you start a mission, I guess the only way to get out of the mission... Is to fail it, but like I like to me, it would have been cooler if like they explained the mission and say in this case it's the nerds and they want to pick on the jocks and they explain to you the mission and then basically it says do you want to accept like this is what it should do is it should say yeah, do no, you I want to accept, agree at this point do you want to accept this mission this mission will up your rank with the nerds lower your rank with the jocks but instead you just go through the whole game beating every mission and your rankings with each click just constantly are going up and
1: down and they don't matter. At yeah, all. it's like it's almost like a set pattern. And the thing is, is that would annoy me a lot less because you're right, actually, that would annoy me a lot less if the people that you didn't have the lowest with didn't just start beating you up on site.
0: Yeah. And like and you have no idea when you take up like it's obvious. Like, again, if you take a mission where you're the nerds and you're going to go pull pranks on the jocks and you're like, it's it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize you're going to up your rep with the nerds and lower your rep with the jocks. But there are other missions where you just take them. You have no idea what this mission is going to end up doing for your reputation till it's over. And then you realize the reputation doesn't really matter anyway. You're right. Like most people just beat you up when they see you. And then all of a sudden yeah. in chapter five, they all idolize you. And even that, like I get that like, okay, so Jimmy found a way to kind of unite everyone. And now every, every group all look up to, to Jimmy, but I I would have preferred it vastly if those ratings had played a role. And then by chapter five, maybe just all the groups that you had worked with liked you or something. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree.
0: It just felt like the money. It was the exact same thing as the money. Neither one took away from the game, but I just was like, why even bother putting this in? It, it serves no purpose. Whatsoever. It definitely
1: like, as far as like Grand Theft Auto games go or rockstar adjacent games like this, LA Noir, Red Dead, whatever. Um, as, as far as games like that go, this one did feel like there was a lot less freedom than usual. Like it did feel, it did feel a little bit more on rails. Like they, they wanted you to do things in a specific order. Um, you can do the, the missions in, uh, in whatever order you want, but you're doing these missions. Yeah. That's just how it is.
0: There's really no optional things to like make people like you or dislike you. You just, it's, but, but having said that, I think part of the reason this game smoked to me as much as it did is because I prefer my games in as linear a fashion as possible. I've always been like that because I I don't want to miss anything. So if you're linear and I don't I don't have to worry about missing anything, that's the way I like it. And bully's great for that. It just kind of it just I really I, I really I don't know. To me, stuff like the money and the and your ratings with different clicks, those were either put in early and then they didn't have time to flush them out. Or they snuck them in at the end to try to make the game seem like more of a big deal than it. You know what I mean? Like, like there was more yeah. depth than there was, but like they're just they're completely shallow. Like they serve no purpose whatsoever.
1: Yeah, uh, and I, I don't know if there's that. like a I don't know if there's like a set percentage of respect that you have to have for people to stop hitting you, or if it's just whichever of the three groups is the lowest percentage. Yeah, but it, yeah, it does it does feel like. People are always trying to beat you up, and it's always random. It's like, oh wait, the greasers are trying to beat me Dude. up. I thought there was like a whole thing where we were friends. Now, there's a, yeah, there's there's two different points where you're friends. There's one point where like
0: the leader of the greasers like helps you, and then you become friends with them. And then there's a there's a point where you break the leader of the greasers out of a mental asylum, and you're like, well, now we're friends. But then no, then yeah. they they hate you again. And I'm like, I saved your guy. What the fuck? Yeah.
1: Why am I doing this? Like. But, but to be fair, the plot line about like everybody wanting to date the same girl and her also kind of wanting to date them, that's pretty legit for middle school. Oh, of
0: course it is. Yeah. But I just, (laughs) I just, yeah, I, I really didn't, I didn't. None of these are sincere criticisms. Like when we do the score at the end of the game, like spoiler alert, this game is going to get an incredible score from me. Cause I really liked it. It's good. But yeah, those were, that was my biggest criticism was just, I thought that there was stuff that made no sense. Quite frankly, there are aspects of the plot that make no sense. Like, I think it would have (laughs) been, I get that Gary is a piece of shit, but he's kind of your friend. And then he backstabs you and tries to take over the school. But I think it would have been like, I I feel like there was so much more meat on the bone there that they just didn't do
1: anything with. I also find it really bizarre that Gary disappears for literal months and they're like, yeah, we haven't seen Gary in months. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a boarding school. What do you mean you haven't seen him? Yeah, right. Like <laughs> it's, a, I, it's a fucking boarding school. He just I, sleeps in the room next to you. Like I wanted him around
0: the whole time. Like I think it would have been to me what would have made a better story is drop the fucking ranking shit with the clicks altogether. And then maybe just as you're doing stuff, stuff is happening to other clicks, and now they hate you and you're like, what the fuck? And then you at the end, you realize it was Gary the whole time. You know yeah, what I mean? I like him, something yeah. like that would have been cooler. Like Gary was was actually stabbing you in the back the whole time and you had no idea it was him or something.
1: Yeah, like that. I, I, I almost like with Gary, I almost kind of wanted like the Gruntilda effect where it's like. You know that they're the bad guy, but they're slipping in little things throughout the game, just slipping in there to say some shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: because I thought he he fucking every time he showed, dude. I actually, especially considering that this is a PS2 game, um, which I had to, I, I had to remind myself of a couple of times because I'm playing it on PS4. Like, this is a, like I thought the voice acting in this game was on point, particularly yeah, actually, with Gary, yeah, really good. Yeah, Gary in particular, whoever did his voice, I thought was
1: fantastic.
0: I wanted to yeah, punch I, him right I, in the fucking mouth so many times. I
1: remember I remember taking I remember specifically thinking that the the woman playing the art teacher, Miss Phillips, I was like, "Oh man, whoever that is, she's killing it."
0: Yeah, she was great too. So, oh, and actually that's another thing. Actually, maybe my favorite aspect of this game uh is is the way that like I certainly not comparing bully to persona, but the simple idea that like you're at school and if you want, you can go and do missions and stuff like that. Or if you want, you can just go to class and then the classes up your skills at different things. And some of the classes fucking suck. Photography is fucking horrible.
1: I don't horrible. think I ever did photography. I, To be fair, I was, I was in truancy quite a lot. I, I was always skipping class.
0: I like, well, some of them are rad. Photography, you literally get an assignment and you've got way more time than you could ever need. And all you have to do <laughs> is like go around town and take pictures of flags or take pictures of buildings and you just go take the pictures and then go back to class and you pass. It is so and like the the little map in the corner literally tells you exactly where everything you have to take a picture of is. Like there's no looking for it or anything and it was just like this is so boring. But then other classes, I thought chemistry class was an awesome mini game. You have a, I, I agree. Where they, you have to hit the buttons in sync as they go through the box like it's a scrolling meter. I like that. I- yeah, and, and they added art.
1: different buttons with each each uh, like uh, lecture.
0: Yeah, I loved that class. I loved art class. I thought that was actually the best mini game in the whole game. Um, did you do art at all?
1: I, I did art a little bit. I th- I thought it was okay, but I have, I have another. I have a personal favorite. My personal favorite is uh, is English.
0: I liked where, English a lot too.
1: Yeah, where they give you they give you like scrambled letters and you have three minutes to find as many words. It was like it was such it was such a bizarre thing that you're, that you're like, why is this? I don't know why this is here. This doesn't belong here, but I like this and this. I like the game and I like this mini game uh, separately, but I don't know why it's here. (laughs) Yeah. If you've
0: never played bully, like, yeah, the, so the, yeah, the English game is like, it literally is like you're playing like boggle or something. And you just yeah, get like it's,
1: it's, yeah, it's a lot like Boggle.
0: Five or six random letters, and you have to find as many words with them as you can in three minutes. And you might be listening, and like I guarantee you, there are some people that are like, "Fuck that, that sucks. It's so boring." I get it. As someone that likes those types of mini games and like likes those types of, of puzzles, like I would actually wish that that was like a side thing you could just play whenever you wanted, because I actually really <laughs> enjoy those missions. <laughs> but so. what
1: I think what I think works so well about this game in particular is that this game really plays on the fact that kids at that age are really really fucking dramatic about everything and so like like after every time you beat a boss jimmy will be like who's the king i'm the king me and i'm like uh you're 14 yeah yeah (laughs) you're not that you're not that great or but um i think a great example of how just like uh how dramatic this game is, is the fact that this game actually has believable, like pretty believable boss fights, which Grand Theft Auto games don't typically have. Yeah. But the boss fights in this game actually work because this is actually what would happen, in, like in that instance with two middle school kids who are like, This kid said that you said you fucked my mom, so I'm going to beat you up now. You know, like, it, it's exactly that shit.
0: Yeah. One thing was that uh, I actually was like a little disappointed. That there wasn't more bullying. Like, Jimmy actually turns out to be like a, like, he's like a, he's like an anti-hero. Like, he's got good, he has a good heart. Like, he's trying to help. He's
1: he's a piece of shit who really cares.
0: Right. And I I actually, like, before I'd ever played it, I was thinking there would be little things. Like, in GTA, you can go and steal a car from anybody you want. And I was thinking it'd be cool if like I can go and like give anyone a wedgie that I want or something like, you know what I mean? Like there was less actual bullying on my part than I thought yeah, there would be. The but. only
1: the only bur- bullying you could really do is like mil- military style karate people chopping the neck and you're like, oh. But as soon as you do that, someone will notice it and be like, hey, that kid, punch that kid, call the police.
0: Yeah. So I was a little, I was disappointed a little bit in that. Um, and I feel like that maybe a little too often they just back on like all right well it's just a fight like just have a fist fight because the fighting in this game like is n- very basic and kind of yeah. easy like dude it's just such an i'm i'm not complaining about this because i actually prefer like dude to me give me a fun entertaining game and it doesn't have to be super hard i don't care and this game no, I, wasn't I but that, I, had, yeah. I had a good time with it but at times i was like the like the the, the combat was like too easy i was like you can't like there's no countering there's no nothing you know what i mean it,
1: like, o- it almost feels like because there is throughout this game you you get radio transistors and then you get like special like more powerful moves from a homeless man who turns out to be an alien and um so this whole time you're getting these new moves but it feels like the game is built to uh like the game is built to make sure that maybe you you can still beat it if you didn't get those moves.
0: Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah, with like, that.
1: like if all you can do is, is punch twice, like you can't, you can't fucking, um, like karate kick people or roundhouse people or, you know, like give, like put them in a headlock and shit. Like if you can't do that, can you still beat the game? But if you can do that, you can fucking slide through this thing. Yeah.
0: And shout out to the humiliations that you can do to people when you're fighting them. If you get them almost knocked out and then you hold like the left I think it's L1 and then hit circle and you do like humiliations and it's stuff like you grab them by the ear or if they're knocked down, you like, you, like, and you like spit in their face and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, those always made me laugh. Like every time I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, let me be a bully. Like a game's called bully. I don't want to be the hero that like defeats the bullies. I want to be the bully.
1: You know it's what I mean? It's weird to me that they, that they built a game named bully, but didn't give you an option to give swirlies. Yeah,
0: like, honestly, like, yeah, yeah. if they did a sequel to this game, like, I think having one of the, you know, those games where you have the morality uh, chart or meter or whatever, and you either get yeah. really evil or really good.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of thought that there would be something like that, too.
0: Like, this game seems like it'd be so perfect for that. Like, you could either be the piece of shit who just picks on everyone, or you could be the really nice guy who helps everybody. Who stands everybody. up for the little guy, yeah. yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And better help is a great way to go about it. um oh dude and we were oh we were talking about the voice acting a couple of the other voice actors that i thought were fucking magnificent in this game i actually really like the principal i think uh, i think he pays he plays the the uh, although i would have preferred him to be the antagonist like i would have like because he kind of just like helps you i
1: I sort of thought he was going to for the first little while and then i met gary and i'm like oh no they're not even trying to hide it this is the last boss right here
0: yeah but like i think it would have been dope if it had turned out that like he was gary's dad or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like and he was working with Gary the whole time or something like that. Where's but.
1: the drama? He's saying, where
0: is the soap opera? Yeah. Like I wanted, you know, but like, but I also, I, but I really liked him as a character and actually maybe my favorite character in the whole game, aside from PD is the gym teacher, that fat, greasy oh. fucking gym teacher. I think he's yeah. fucking hilarious.
1: I like him, but he's also probably a pedophile. There's actually a few people in this game that I'm like, that's that's really gross, man. Oh, dude, did you do the mission where you've got to
0: steal the underwear for him? <laughs> yeah, I sure did. I didn't feel good doing it. <laughs> no, I was playing it, and I was like, so if you've never played this game, the there's one of the one of the teachers is this like big fat greasy almost bald sack of shit he's the gym teacher like
1: bill bill look looking motherfucker yeah
0: yeah great yeah <laughs> great great fucking call but with a greasy mustache too and uh there's a mission where you're in town at night and you bump into him coming out of like a porno store like an adult store and he's like oh i was i just uh, i was looking to see there's no students in there and Jimmy's like, oh, good. Thanks for checking. Like, Jimmy can tell. But he's like, oh, yeah, okay. And then the, then the gym teacher's like, I actually forgot to do the student laundry. And then he basically just says, can you break into the girls' dorm and get their underwear for me? And that's basically the whole mission is you break into the girls' dorm at night and steal their underwear and then give it to this creepy old gym teacher. And I was like, please <laughs> – God, do not let my girlfriend walk into the room while I'm playing this mission. Like of all (laughs) the missions, not this one. Because she's going to be like, what
1: the fuck are you doing? There's a couple of missions like that. There was another one that I thought was just so baffling where um, somebody had posted naked pictures of a high school or a middle school girl all around town. Yeah, and you get you get in trouble for taking them down. And I'm like, what kind of sick you, fucking place what? is this? those? So, no, you get. So the nerd <laughs> hires you to take pictures
0: of the girl. Then the nerd hangs them all over town. And then when you try to take them down, people get mad at you. And I'm like, dude, this chick's 16 and she's sitting on the toilet and I'm trying (laughs) to take this picture down. And you guys are mad at me.
1: Like what? But yeah, Yeah, I agree with you. There's some, there's some sickos going on here, dude. There's some right straight up preverts running around Bullworth, dude. But it also made me
0: laugh at the same time. Like I was like, this game does not take itself that seriously. This is actually pretty funny. (laughs)
1: The game is so weird because sometimes it just like drops weird little jokes in there that you're like, ooh, I don't know if you should've like there's a joke where the lunch lady roofies the science teacher and then brings him to a motel, and that's the end of that joke. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> the sexual <lunch> assault's <laughs> taking place in there. <laughs> the like. lunch lady's
0: so gross. You go back into the cafeteria at times that she's just like blatantly horking and coughing and spitting into the food and stuff <laughs> like that. It's so yeah. gross. But I actually really liked her, too. She made me laugh a couple of times. The point where you show up and she has her makeup on and she just looks like the Joker from Batman, like Heath Ledger's Joker. And you're like, oh, yeah, she's so proud of it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And the storyline where Jimmy thinks that the art teacher wants to bang him. And I thought that, too, because her art is all so seductive and stuff. I'm like, oh, so she's supposed to be like a cougar who wants to sleep with these students. But
1: then, no, she didn't. She (laughs) wanted to sleep with the alcoholic other teacher. Which, by the way, by the way, I think that is my favorite adult character in this game. The alcoholic um, is the alcoholic English teacher. Yeah, he's pretty funny. <laughs> because, and here's why: because I love the conversations that he has with Jimmy and the things that Jimmy says to him. Where it's like sometimes Jimmy's like, "Ah, oh, sometimes you gotta sip the bottle." I get it. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. I love that. Like Jimmy, like this fucking student that got dropped off at this boarding school is like this guy's soundboard that he just goes to whenever he needs help. And I yeah, thought, and then, and you and break him out of a mental to, asylum?
1: Like, what? Yeah, that's, that's fucking so weird. I don't know. It's, it's a, that, that's a wild one, but I, I love the adult characters, but there is one character that I think might be the best character in the entire game. And, you know, Petey would come close, but goddamn, dude, if I didn't have a soft spot for Russell in this game. Oh,
0: Russell, the fuck. big, the big dummy. That's like the, the big, big, stupid big... <laughs> ogre from Revenge of the Nerds, but nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, awesome. He's like
1: um what's his name? The bad guy from from Octopus. He's like Jaws from Octopus. Yeah. yeah. He's fucking no, no, not he's, Octopus, he's spy who love me.
0: And he like but he becomes like your best pal. Like you're like cuz he realizes near the end of the game when you realize you're in trouble and you're like and then they both realize they're like, the whole school hates me. And then he's like, oh, Russell. And then he goes and gets Russell and Russell comes <laughs> and helps you. And you're just, and he's like, and he's like, so over the top cliche, like Russell smash dumb. Yeah, yeah. but he's yeah, so likable. too. I yeah.
1: love it. Yeah. And he beats well, you I mean, up early I, in the game too. Yeah. He's the first boss. Like, um, that, that is what I find interesting is that each chapter has like a pretty distinctive boss. There's like, Russell is the first boss and I think he was the hardest one. Yeah, he was like, cuz you didn't have any found, moves yet. I, yeah, I found yeah, I found that I that I died on him way more than any of the other boss fights. There's also the boss fight where you have to box, which actually I really loved. It was like the Punch-Out style boxing. Yeah, me too. Um really love that. There's I think um, Biff that you fight and then you fight Derby right after that, but that's just like a normal fight where he's like throwing brandy glasses at you cuz he's a rich kid. Yeah, yeah. Um then oh, what was oh, the I think it's the Oh, no, the next boss is Johnny where he's like – he's driving around you with the motorcycle and you have to get Petey to the crane so he can take the motorcycle away from him. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. That's actually – that one was actually really unique I found. Yeah, the, I am just I, I'm just so blown away that there was boss fights in this game. It wasn't something I was expecting, but it actually worked really, really well.
0: Agreed, especially considering that the boss fights weren't all just – like because I mean they, they probably could have gotten away with each boss fight just being meet me after school – in the parking lot and you fight. You know what I mean? Like they could have done that and it would have made sense in the concept of bully, but they found ways to put these unique, fun, albeit a little over-the-top fights in instead. I agree with you 100%. I thought that was fucking... Yeah, I, I God, I really like this
1: game, man. I yeah, really yeah me do. too. I, and I also really like the fight where you fight like the mascot in the empty pool because yes. you just because you went to the football game and pissed him off, and
0: and then and then you take it like later you take the mascot costume, and then you get to run around as the mascot. I thought that was yeah, fucking awesome I, too.
1: I wore the mascot outfit for like way longer than I would uh, care to admit. Me too. Dude, actually, you know what? Another thing is
0: like, it's very, very basic, but I actually really enjoyed just skateboarding around campus in this game too. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah. I, 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 like just jumping over stairs and just fucking around. Like I thought that was a lot of fun. Like I never once, and I, and there's even some of my favorite games of all time. There are certain levels in certain areas where I'm like, ugh i don't want to do this i they're very very rare instances in this game where i found myself just kind of being like i don't want to play anymore like i, I constantly just had fun i'm 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 floored nothing has come of this franchise since this game floored that nothing else has happened I, I,
1: with it i think it's a, i think it's a tough one i think it's a tough one to market I agree appropriately in like because like you couldn't have got away with this before 2006 but you couldn't have got away with it after 2006 either it's like they had this game on reserve and someone was like and guys i think i think our openings coming here yeah. uh, people are people pe- pe- people are being cool people are being cool people they're going to get not cool so slip it in okay it's out yeah we got it yeah you ah, right people are pissed off god damn it and the
0: thing is is like at the end of the day like making games isn't cheap and i'm sure making another one of these games would not be cheap at all and you're making a game that instantly, like, I bet you it gets at least an
1: R rating just based on the name. It would get well, an R rating like, today. And, like, I I don't even, I don't know, but is Rockstar Vancouver, does that even still exist anymore?
0: I don't even know. But that's, like, I, like yeah, I, don't, I don't
1: want Rockstar
0: Spent. No, yeah, it looks like they're still around. Um I don't, I I mean, frankly, it's just like Naughty Dog. I love Naughty Dog, but Naughty Dog made the first banjo or the first three Crash Bandicoot games and they did not make the new one. And everybody's wanted a new Crash Bandicoot game for a while. At least Crash fans have. I have. But it was like Naughty Dog is making Uncharted's and Last of Us's. They are not going back to making fucking Crash Bandicoot. Right? Like, I like not just yeah. sound arrogant, but, like, they're better than that now. And Rockstar is better than Bully at this point. But it's like, yeah, give, yeah, the, I, I give think, the franchise I I to someone.
1: You know? Let someone else try it. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of, like... <clears throat> one last thing that i'll say about this game that's like sort of like a hit and miss for me is like i find that a lot of the humor is hit and miss it's either like it's pretty funny or it's like roll your eyes like ugh, you know like yeah somebody's like i got so scared i made puddles in my pants and it's like oh, okay that's yeah. great
0: the, you the, know? That, that fat nerd whose pants are always undone who always or, uh, wets his pants.
1: Al- Al- Algernon.
0: <laughs> yeah. He like always pisses his pants. I was like, it was funny to start, but then it kind of hit a point. Where I was like, I get it. Here comes a fat kid who pisses his pants. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? It's like, we've dude, done
1: this. Algie's Al- in the game quite a lot too. Like, uh- yeah, he's he in is. So, he's in so many of the missions. I mean, and he is like, he stands out. Like, he
0: he's funny. Like, he looks funny. But I just was like, yeah. okay, I get it. He pisses Yeah, his
1: but kid. like, if you came to me now and you're like, you're like, tell me the difference between the character Thad and the character Ernest. And I'd be like, I don't know. I, they're both, I think that's the same guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I
1: was, I was pretty convinced those were the same guys, you know?
0: At the end of the day, like, I, it's just, so it's kind of tricky because I feel like on one hand, I like the fact that this game is kind of as simple and linear as it is. But on the other hand, I feel like there were so many things they could have done that they left on the board.
1: Yeah, there's there's a few missed opportunities here, I think. Like it
0: could have been a lot. Like I said, stuff like making the group's opinions of you actually matter, making you good or making you evil, make money matter, stuff like that. Gary should have been around more often. Like Because you're right, he yeah. literally disappears for half the game, but then shows up and now all of a sudden he's
1: in charge. And it's well, like, what? yeah. And the, the crazy, the craziest part about it is that he disappears and they keep mentioning it. Like, stop bringing it to my attention that one yeah. of these kids at boarding school just isn't here.
0: Yeah. Like I, 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 and I mean it like to me, I, maybe this seems obvious. Maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but like whether it, whether everybody saw the twist coming or not, I don't get why you didn't like in the first chapter or two, when Gary is that, that evil voice on your shoulder, I love it. And I'm like, he should have yeah. been that for the whole game. And then, and then at the very end of the game, you realize that he's been like just manipulating you and setting you up the whole time.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I, I think, like, I think, I think just taking the content that's already there and rearranging it make, makes it better written content.
0: Yeah. Cause they, at the end of the game, he just shows back up. He's in charge. You fight him once. It's an easy fight and then it's over. And I was like, "What? Like that's that's all that?" And now all of a sudden, and now the principal who had expelled you is like, "Oh, Jimmy, you're you're our hero. You're in charge now. We love you. Thank you so much for stopping the evil Gary." And he was like, "What? You're the pr- you're the principal. You can have my job." <laughs> yeah, like I think it would have been cooler if he had been fired. Oh, yeah, like there, dude, there's the one mission where that that fat teacher is selling uh, test scores or test yeah, answers, yeah. and you have to like catch them in the act. Like yeah, hat, hat- trick, right? Yeah, like I would have liked to have seen the principal be involved in something like that. Like make him totally corrupt and evil, and like, like at the end of the game, he gets fired. Gary gets kicked out of school or something, and then Jimmy, like maybe maybe the alcoholic guy becomes the principal, and then Jimmy's yeah, in that's, charge. That's like, funny
1: because it makes it makes it chaotic. Yeah, cause, like this game's chaotic. Because like, you when, do,
0: yeah, it would have been so much. I, I just. I feel like it could, they could have done a lot more with it. That's all.
1: Did you do the mission where you went to Hatrick's house and kicked the shit out of his flowers? Yes, yes, that's one did. of my faves. Be, because the only reason you're doing it is because he's gonna go to the principal and tell him that Halloway's an alcoholic, which he is.
0: Yeah, and so you is that the one where you're in the backyard and you have to just like just cause a certain amount of damage, and the more damage yeah. you cause, the more cops show up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that, I fucking love that mission. That one was awesome. It's, this is a this is a really fun game with a lot of really wacky like wacky mishaps happening pretty much pretty much from the time it starts like this is not a game to be taken seriously this doesn't sit up there with like like things like like um like last of us or games like that with mature themes and things like this is this says mature themes on the back but i want to know i want to talk about the use of the word mature here because i think it's a little different that being said it's great like it's it's incredibly fun and it's a great distraction
0: That was it. Like as I was playing it, I was like, I don't know. It's not the funniest video game I've ever played, but it it's up there. Like at times, it maybe. Dude, there's one. Sorry, there's one more mission with that fucking fat gym teacher where he like runs in the park every day, and so you go and destroy three of the porta potties so that he has to use the fourth one. And then when he gets in the fourth one, you tape it shut and push it down a hill. And he gets out, he's like, oh, it's in my nose. Like, and he's like yelling about it. I thought, like, that's the stuff. Like, that was what made me want to keep playing it, as I was like, it's not that hard. So I'm not getting frustrated ever. The missions are short, and the missions are so varied that every time another one pops up, I'm like, oh, I want to go. And some of them fall flat and suck, and some of them are awesome. But I kept wanting to go see what the next one would be to see if it would make me laugh again. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. um, Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think, um, one last little thing, I guess. I think the carnival set piece is a little underused in this game. Oh, criminally underused. Like, yes. like it's it's such a cool place to go, but y- you only have, like, a couple of reasons ever to actually go there. Yeah, yeah. Did you, you ride the yeah. roller coaster, though? Pay no, I, fifty to, to watch Jimmy Hopkins ride the roller coaster. Yeah. It's a wild ride, dude. No,
0: I did not. I just played enough games to win the bear, and that was it. I never did the... Yeah,
1: then you fucked off till it was Funhouse Fun time. Yeah.
0: But you, yeah. you know what? You're right, though. Like, there is, like... I feel like there was a lot of, um, like, I was playing it, and then I actually streamed on Twitch the post-game because I was done the game, but we hadn't recorded the podcast yet. So I was like, well, you guys can come hang out. I'm just going to – I'm sure there's lots of, like, extra missions and stuff like that. But no, by the end of the game, by the time I was done – all that was left was like, I could go cut grass to make more money, which was boring and useless. I could deliver newspapers to make more money, which was boring. I could run around looking for elastic bands and dungeons and dragons cards and places to spray paint. And I was like, yeah, like and I understand that like tons of video games have that kind of stuff. Like you can look at Spider-Man fucking name the open world game. It's got collectibles to go around and get. But I was like, this is just these are boring. Like I'm like, I'm done now. Like I beat the game. I have no interest in 100 percenting this this.
1: I think I think I could beat the game with zero elastic bands and be like, OK,
0: yeah. Yeah, sure. I felt no incentive to go looking for any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, Do you know, yeah, uh, I was just going to say just, getting sorry. around is so fucking yeah. slow, too, that it's like, it's not fun. You
1: know? Yeah. I actually, I'm just, I, I was just doing like some light reading on it, um, like right before the podcast, and I read something really interesting. And I don't know if you know this, but you know that Bully is the name of the game only in North America. I actually game, read something about that. Yeah. Yeah. The game is actually called Canis Canum Edit, which is Latin for dog eat dog. Interesting. Wow. Intr- interesting shit. So that means like half the people were listening to this podcast and being like what fucking gamer? They- I've never even heard of it. And then they got to the end like, "Oh, okay, no, I have played that." <laughs> yeah, it like it's got
0: like when you look at the reviews, it's got really good reviews. I I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I w- I would give it a good review. I I like it a lot. I'm going to. Yeah, absolutely. But like and I guess at the end of the day, like we've already kind of talked about this. this is a good way to start wrapping it up is I get why we haven't gotten a sequel because it's just it'd be such a hard sell, especially in today, like anti-bullying. And I'm not I'm not shitting on anti-bullying like we shouldn't be bullying everybody. But like anti-bullying has become such a such a big topic in society that you're like, oh, by the way, we just sunk tens of millions of dollars into developing a new game that's all about bullying. I get how yeah. that's a hard that's a hard sell. Like, that's not yeah, like you, know. you
1: you couldn't bring that to the masses now and be like, like everybody would be like, wait, you just spent all the money that I gave you for the cowboy game to make this.
0: Yeah. Plus, yeah. you know what? Like at the end of the day, if Rockstar and I don't know, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a curse because Rockstar's worth a trillion dollars. But like if Rockstar was to, let's just say for argument's sake, by the time you guys hear this podcast, the Game Awards will have already happened. But we're recording it the day before the Game Awards. Let's just say at the Game Awards tomorrow, Rockstar's logo pops up. Everyone loses their shit. They're like GTA 6, finally. And then it's Bully 2. People will yeah. fucking riot. Like,
1: yeah, people, people might not be happy. They but can't. people aren't happy about fucking anything on the internet. So no, who that's, gives a shit?
0: That's true. They're going to find something to complain about.
1: They're going to be like, if, even if they were like grand theft auto six, they'd be like, why didn't they just skip six and go straight to seven, make it more advanced fucking idiots.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. You're you right. Nobody would be happy, but there's no way they could do it. Um, yeah, man, I fucking really, you, you got any other thoughts before we score this thing and uh, get on with our lives? Cause I really enjoyed you know, this you, game.
1: You know, it's not that long of a game. I didn't, I really like, I, I, I was playing it and I was having a lot of fun, but I, I yeah, like you, I, I had a couple of complaints, but other than that, I, I think it's wild. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It's it shouldn't exist, but I'm kind of glad it does. That's how I feel. Agreed. One of the more, um,
0: and I mean this in an absolutely complimentary fashion. One of the more unique video games I've played in my yeah. gaming career. Like I was, and I get I get why it has the following that it does. And I get why it shows up on lists of the best PS2 games of all time. I also get why it shows up on lists of the most controversial games of all time. Frankly, I don't think it was nearly as controversial as I thought it would be, aside yeah, from the gay I thought, jokes I thought it would be a
1: bit more. I thought it would be a bit more hardcore.
0: Yeah, like I thought you would be a the bully. bully. And you're not. You really turn out to be a pretty nice guy. Um, but, but overall, I thought it was fucking pretty rad um i'm just looking for a way to score it it can you know what okay how about jimmy's 15 so let's go with that so on a score of 1 to 15 what would you give bully starring jimmy hopkins
1: i'm gonna give it a solid out of 15 let's say 12 and a half all right yeah. let's say i'm gonna give it 12 and a half i loved it yeah. i thought it was i thought it was bananas
0: yeah i'm gonna go uh, uh yeah i'm probably gonna go in that like 13 to 13 and a half score like I, I it's funny because most of my criticisms is that i feel like they could have done more with it but i'm also not certain had they done more with it if i would have liked it less because i might have found it overwhelming i thought it was just the right amount of uh, open world and linearity. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I want the it, extra stuff. I just feel like they could have done the extra
1: stuff. It it was a nice micro grand theft auto game. Like, like it is, it, it is, it does feel like it's just my grand theft auto, but everything is shrunk.
0: It does. It feels, yeah. Even the map, like when you open up the map, it looks like GTA. It's just a school yeah. and surrounding neighborhood. That's all it is. And,
1: and yeah, I think, I think that's almost that that's almost better. Like, I think this might be, I like this better than any grand theft auto game because, For me, Grand Theft Auto games do get really overwhelming, and it just makes me not want to play the game anymore when I'm feeling anxiety about, like, oh, I have to go do that mission, but that's, like, a 25-minute drive. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Same thing. (laughs) I hate,
0: and I don't mean this just with GTA, like Witcher 3, with any big game. I hate when I put a two- or three-hour session into a game, and then when I'm done, I'm like, I don't know if I made any progress. Like, I hate that yeah. feeling. Do you know what I mean? And I never felt like that with Bully. Especially because every time I saved, it showed me exactly how much progress I had made, which I liked.
1: I much. actually I actually like that as well. Yeah, that, that's one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's just very – very sooth-
0: it's, it's, it's soothing to me. I'm like, yes, it just – I don't know what it is about it. It's just like a little comfort blanket. Every time I save and I see that, like, oh, my game completion percentage went up from – from 47.6 to 47.9, I'm like, all right, I made some progress tonight. I like that did feeling. did something. Yeah, I, I didn't waste my evening. I accomplished something. Um, dude, first of all, thank you for coming on the show. Second of all, on such short notice, thank you so much for I, – I just wanted you to come on and have a conversation with me, but you went out, bought the game, played through the game, and got ready for this. You are dedicated, sir. Thank You are, you are, the, you are the PD to my Jimmy.
1: Well, if you ever need me to play video games for five days straight again, you let me know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Any t- dude, thank you so much, Bradley. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, no problem, man. This was fun.
0: that's going to do it for this week's episode Bradley thank you so much for giving me a call and talking a little bully with me and to every single one of you hearing my voice right now thank you so so much for listening to the show uh, if you enjoyed it if you enjoy what we do please consider supporting us on Patreon it's only two dollars it helps me out so much more than you could possibly imagine you get access to a giant backlog of extra podcasts you get a shout out on the show and a whole bunch of extra stuff uh, this Sunday's episode of our Patreon exclusive show Expansion Pass will be a festivist special where we air gaming grievances and then a quick reminder again there will not be an episode of expansion pass or game patch the week of christmas i'm going to take that couple of days off but you still got tons of old episodes back there there's over 50 bonus podcasts you can listen to patreon.com slash remember the game plus you get access to discord and all that other stuff as well Uh, also we have a p.o box you can find the address on our website but it's p.o box 69181 edmonton alberta canada t6 victor 1 gary 7 just shoot me a postcard or a little letter or something like that tell me where you're listening I've got Remember the Game postcards here I'll shoot you one back we'll be friends it'll be a lot of fun and check me out on Twitch I traditionally stream over there Tuesdays, Thursdays and Sunday nights from 8 to 11pm Mountain Standard Time do not forget this weekend Friday December 18th to Saturday December 19th I'm streaming for 24 straight hours to help raise money for the Stollery Children's Hospital here in Edmonton via the Extra Life program look for Member the Game on Twitch.tv not remember look for Member the Game And if you live over in the city of Great Britain or Australia or Japan or somewhere that's not North American mountain time, and maybe normally I'm streaming in the middle of the night and you can't watch me because you're sleeping... Hopefully, at some point during that 24-hour run, you can come by and say hi because I would love a chance to talk to some of our listeners that live over on the other side of this big rock we're all floating through space on. And that's going to do it. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back on Friday with Game Patch 18.0. I'll be back on Sunday with episode 39 of Expansion Pass. And uh, then I'll be not really around at all next week because that's going to be Christmas. But whatever. Thanks for listening. Clean your controllers. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Be nice to each other. Have a Merry Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever the fuck it is you celebrate this time of year. And I'll talk to you guys all again soon cheers remember the game is brought to you by our patreons I just could not produce three podcasts a week and all the other crap that I do without all of your support so I would like to take a quick moment to thank every single person that has supported us at patreon.com rememberthegame remember the game including mpg and buffalo james anderson amy gillen dana wucherell I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. I'm sorry, Dana. Aaron Lawson, Adam Anderson, Adam Beasley, Adam Osharello, Alan C., Alex Martinez, Andre, uh, Andrew Wright, Andy Baker, April Zane, Arpad Bodos, A- Ashley Cronenbitter, Bader Barhumi, Ben Buya, Ben Boucha, Ben Drinkin, Bradley McHugh, Brandon O'Brien, Brian McKay, Brian Medeiros, Brian Ransom, Bullfrog, Charlie M., Chris Campbell, Chris Fleury, Chris Wilson, Christopher Russell, Chuck Schlarp, Corey, Craig Rutt, Crash Bandacquitted, Chris Knife 007, Dan T, Danny Vega, Dario Omen, Dave L, Dave McG, Dave Thompson, David Raid, David Schnatterer, Desert Tortoise, Divalk, Du Howe, Dominic S. Thompson, Doug Dorn, Doxer, Dylan, Eric Kennard, Evan Refuse, Fraser Burns, Freddie Bovenkirk, Gary C., Geek Life Radio, Grant Robertson, Grimpy, Andre SJA Flash, James Clark, Jared, Jason Adams, Jason Cortez, Jay Clutch, Jeff Johnson from Game on GNT, Jeffrey Mathis, Chairbear, Joe Buck, Joe Gillespie, Joe Mack, John Doskis, John Quack, Jordan, Josh Morgan, Josh from the Press Start to Join Podcast, Kate Roberts, Casey Rarick, Keegs, Kevin Chincholo, Kevin Donlin, Kevin Hufford, CryptoVox, Kyle Paul, Lane Orr, Leon Napscog, Les and Luca, Mackenzie Wheeler, Makeshift Money, Mark Jones, Mark McHugh, Mark 209, Martin Greenwood, Matt McLean, Matthew Davis, Michael Mathis, Michael Hegg, Mike Malawaney, Miklos Blackshaw, Miles from BringBackRetro.com, Morgan, Mr. Satan, Mr. Impressive, Mr. Nick, Mulverine Films, Nathan Combs, Nathan Tremblay, Nathan W., Nick Sills, No One Cares, Pat, Pat Duddy, P.B. McFadden, Peebs, Raging Demon, Retro Ghosty Ghost, Rex, Robert Fuchsia, Robert L., Rome 21, Ryan Bayshore, Ryan Kinchen, Ryan Jaeger, Scott Brooks, Scott V., Sean Razine, Sharonic, Silver Grunion, Slick Rick, Staro Probins Stupid Monkey, Super Mario, The Giraffe, The T-Word, They Call Me Badger, Thomas D. Reynolds, Tim L., Tim Rial, Todd O., Tom, Tony, Tony Shiraschetti, Travis, Trevor Hillier, Tyler, Very Cool Dude, Vincent L., Vladstein, Whiteboro, Wyman Brooks, X-Water, Yamcha, and Zane Donovan. Thank you all so much for the support. I'll talk to you guys again soon. You're the best. Cheers.